Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 530-530. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will show you how at the end of the program. Please specify whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including the postage and handling. It's got some Bible scriptures um, today. I've got letters. I've got music. And I've really got the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that's what we're supposed to do is praise the Lord and sing praises unto the Lord if you want to have victory. All these lessons are lessons in how to have victory over the devil. That is, uh, we can also say it another way, this is spiritual warfare. If you praise and thank the Lord and then you sing praises and thanks unto the Lord. This is spiritual warfare because the Bible plainly shows us that when the Brothers, uh, the brethren, the brothers, the uh, elders of the uh, the prophets and so on, when they went into war against uh, the enemy, they'd start praising and thanking the Lord, and they would also have the singers go out front. Then they'd have the musicians going behind them, and then the congregation, and they'd start praising and thanking the Lord and singing praises unto him, and God would give them the victory. Amen? Amen. Because you're praising and thanking the Lord and singing praises unto him, because you know that if God be with you, that no one could be against you, and therefore you know you're going to have the victory. Amen? Amen. So that doesn't take much brains if you just follow the judgments of the Lord. In other words, the judgments... A lot of people think of the judgments of the Lord as like somebody sitting there with a robe on and that he's somebody that is so unruly and unwise and uh, unfair. And just sitting there looking at you. But judgments, meaning judgments with the Lord means the right way to go, the right way to judge, not with our own judgment, but with the judgment of the Lord. And so because of the fact that we have the perfect guide to guide us in the way that we are supposed to judge the way that we live and the way that we go every day, we can rejoice and sing because we know that there's no mistakes in the Word of God. Amen? Amen. And so therefore we can sing praises unto the Lord and uh, praise Him and then sing unto the Lord. And there are several examples in the Bible of uh, different victories that the people of the Lord had when they had victory over their enemies and they'd start singing and against all odds they would win. The Lord would uh, give them the victory. And there are a few examples of that today and I pray that we get to that. But before we get into the program, let's go, let's ask the Lord to anoint this service and everyone in it. Okay, Father, uh, I know that... You never disappoint anyone that has faith in you. And there is no disappointment in the Lord because disappointment is always in the world. There's so many people that have nothing. They don't think that there's anything to praise you about because there's so much starvation on the earth today, so much sickness, so much disease and everything. But if they would uh, send up praises unto you and sing songs unto you, well, then you would give them the victory over sickness, disease, infirmities. You would give them uh, complete deliverance over pain that people have and over disappointment. There's so much disappointment in the world, so much hunger, so much thirst, and yet they don't turn to you, Lord. If they would turn to you, if that's all they would do is just turn to you 
and uh, you are the word of God. You are your word. And so if they turn to the word and start living their lives according to the way to go, which is your judgment, the right judgment of how to live their life, well, then they will start not only singing and praising, but then they'll see the heavens open up and they'll see all their disappointing uh, things disappear, their diseases, their infirmities, and their sicknesses. And then they can truly sing hallelujah unto your Lord. I pray that uh, the people in the world would, first of all, receive your salvation today. Those that are out in the world, the worst sinners can come to you and you will forgive every sin that they've ever committed in their life. And the people of the Lord who feel tired and weary and worn, and yet uh, if they are in some kind of distresses, any kind of distress, that they will sing praises unto you because they know that you have never lost a battle. And if they believe that you're going to win because we're all winners in you, Lord God, that they will be delivered from whatever evil situation that they're in. And um, so they just it's just faith in doing what they, we see in your word that the people of the Lord have judged to do because it was your judgment that you taught them that caused them to have victory over all of their enemies, over poverty, over thirst, over hunger, and everything else. And there are many examples of that in the Bible. And pray, we, Lord, that you um, will show us those uh, this evening. And, Lord, I pray that you will destroy the works of the enemy, the devil. Uh, rebuke him, Father God, because it was it is within your power to rebuke him. And I pray, Lord, for Jerusalem. I pray for Israel. I pray for Jerusalem. Lord, the enemies of yours are encamped around about Israel. And then this, uh, these uh, people, think, uh, they, they don't even think they're bringing about peace. They're over there trying to make a peace pact between those that are hell-bent to destroy your people, your chosen people. Lord, confound them. You sit in the heavens and you're laughing at them because there's nothing that they can do once you lash out at them. Lash out at them, Lord. Bind the devil and every one of his people. Destroy those that would destroy us and the children of Israel. Father God, save souls and strengthen the church in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, you know, a lot of people are in what they, the Bible calls miry clay. I mean, they're just stuck in some kind of horrible circumstances. And so I'd like to sing a song for you here. Uh, with the Jordanaires to back me up. Uh, it's called, He Brought Me Out of the Miry Clay. My heart was distressed with Jehovah's dread fright. And low in the pit where my sins dragged me down. I cried to the Lord from the deep miry clay. Who tenderly brought me out to go. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on a rock to stay. He brought 
put a song in my soul today. A song, a song of praise, hallelujah. I sing of his wonderful mercy to me. I praise him till all men his goodness shall see. I sing of salvation and home burned up wrong. Till all men shall hear the truth and trust in God. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on the rock to stand. He put a song in my soul today. A song, a song of praise, hallelujah. I brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet on the rock to stand. See, it's a song of praise, hallelujah. It brings you out of Mary Clay, it brings you out of every difficult situation by just singing praises unto it. Just keep his word. And his word is your power, because the word of God is spirit, the Holy Spirit, and it is life. And you stay in the spirit of God, and you're perfect once you are walking in the uh, spirit, the light of God, the word of God, which is spirit and life. Then you're out of the miry clay, and you're out of all condemnation, because... There's no, none whatsoever condemnation to those that walk not after the flesh, but after the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. You're walking according to the spirit of life uh, in Christ Jesus. All right, we have some letters. Uh, where's the first one from? From uh, India. India. Okay, then what? Dear beloved brother Tony Alamo, Greetings in the Blessed Savior, Jesus Christ. I have received your literature, the world newsletters entitled The Looking Glass, Dry Bones, Earthquake, Brace Yourselves, Difficult Mountain, and The Spiritual Footwash. Six pastors have already distributed your literature among the Indian people. Many people read your tracts and accepted Christ, I'm sorry, many people read your tracts and accepted Christ as their personal Savior. Some of those people were converted from Hinduism to Christianity. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen, brother. I request you please send some Bibles for distribution among the poor people because some people are asking for Bibles to learn more about God Almighty. Please try to send your literature every month. Our pastors are very interested to distribute your soul-winning literature. Many thanks for your great help. May God give you good health and strength to be used as his powerful instrument for the glory of our Sovereign Lord. We are praying for your good family. Please pray for us in your daily prayers. Sincerely yours, Pastor I. David from Mamit Devaram, India. Okay, you brothers and sisters that work in the mailing room, make sure that they get plenty of literature every month uh, so that they can continue the work of the Lord there. Okay, do you have another letter? Yes. Where is it from? From Zambia. Let's hear what they say. Beloved servant of the living God, I'm very delighted to send this mail to you. In the first place, I'm more than thankful for the box of newsletters which I received last month. Man of the living God, let me officially inform you that more and more people are flocking to my house, asking for copies of them. I even reached out to the inmates at the nearest police station and even extended my distribution to the nearby towns. 
Many souls gave themselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. On three occasions, I organized and showed a Jesus film during our evangelism and deliverance programs in Makola. There too, your evangelism, excuse me, there too, your literature was distributed and 300 people gave their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. We prayed for the sick and they were healed. It is sad to mention that most of the people I reached and those who gave their lives to the Lord do not have Bibles. I'm solely unable to give them Bibles. I did manage to find resources for 20 New Testament Bibles. May you send 100 Bibles for these needy folks. They still have numerous problems, which I'm initially tackling, especially during home counseling sessions. May you also send us more and more boxes of the literature, please. Man of God, ever since I started communicating with you, I have reached higher dimensions in my spiritual and moral growth. I am earnestly requesting you to be updating me with every service delivered at your church for my personal spiritual nourishment. I would like to be receiving these messages on CDs because the radio reception here is quite poor. Many people are asking me about the doctrine of your church. and even The doctrine of my church is the Old and New Testament. Just the way it's written, not with my interpretation, but with the interpretation of the Lord. I have no ideas or opinions uh, about the Word of God. It just means what it says. All right, then what? And even if there is any branch locally here in Zambia. Well, there are many people in Zambia that uh, distribute the literature, but any time you'd like to open up a church, if you want to, I'll definitely supply you with all the literature and um, whatever you need uh, as far as literature and clothing and uh, things like that is concerned, uh, including Bibles. Okay, then what? I will send more news in the next mail. Pray for me, man of God. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. May God richly bless you. Pastor Amos Musalima from Mpulunga, Zambia, Africa. Well, may the Lord rich, richly bless you, and I know that he is. And uh, everybody in Radio Land that knows the Lord, pray for them. As you pray, also please pray for us and all the other brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. All right, now, we're talking about singing. When we sing, we're supposed to sing with uh, gladness, because when we sing, we should be uh, it should be unto the Lord. Uh, there's really no victory in any other song unless you're singing it unto the Lord. There's songs of sadness. We played one of Gary Paxton's songs the other night, uh, which uh, talks about abortion of uh, a woman that had a dream that she, uh, her unborn child was talking to her, pleading with her not to kill her because the Lord had things for her to do in this world and that later on in her life that this uh, child that was in her would be taking care of her. And she was saying that your husband, daddy is going to one of these days pack up and leave you, but the baby, but me, who you're thinking about aborting would not ever abandon you and when you're old and not able to take care of yourself, I would. So that's a sad song that a little child would have to beg for its life when uh, the mother is considering first-degree murder uh, because of all the evil counselors in the world that would counsel a young girl to do such an evil thing as that. 
And today, the females, the young girls out there, they don't have enough sense. They're not old enough to have lived life and to know what it's like to have the blood of an unborn child, a real living human, on their hands. But when we sing, uh, we're supposed to sing with gladness as unto the Lord. Many people have not been glad, but maybe you have been glad before in your life, and you know what gladness really is. Sing with gladness for what God is doing in Israel. Um, actually, Israel, uh, true Israel is the body of Christ. The real Israel, uh, the Israel here on earth is symbolic of the new Jerusalem in uh, that's coming down from heaven in the latter days, in these last days. So Israel also is actually the body of Christ, the church, the born-again Christians. Also, the Israel of God is Israel, where God is fulfilling his um, prophecies. A lot of people say, oh, we're the Jews. Yeah, they're over there in Missouri, and some of them say, we're the Jews, and they're in Los Angeles. No, the real Jews are in Israel, and they're fulfilling Bible prophecy. Uh, the nations of the world, the different enemies of God and his people, are surrounding Israel. And that isn't happening over in Missouri or Los Angeles. There's plenty of enemies around, but the real Jews are the ones that's been suffering persecution and the real Jews are the ones that brought uh, Jesus into this world. And the real Jews are the ones that wrote the Bible, not the people in Missouri or over in India or some other place. Israel is the land, uh, God's uh, country. Well, thus saith the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob. Now, this man Jacob, before... Uh, was the one that God changed his name to Israel. And he gave, uh, then he, uh, he gave uh, the land uh, of Israel to the Israelites, not to the Palestinians or to the people of India or Missouri or to the Norwegians or the Swedes or the Puerto Ricans or the Mexicans, but he gave it to the Jews. And he said the Jews are the head and the Gentiles are the tail. Amen? Amen? Now, God's favorite people are the Jews. The reason for it is, is because God said so. All right, you're not going to change what God said or what he meant. And he said that uh, they were his chosen people uh, from the days of uh, from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and uh, all these, the, the whole lineage of the Jews shows that Christ came from the Jews. From the house of David, David the lion from the tribe of Judah. And it goes on and on until it was the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Born of a virgin, the Holy Spirit conceived, was conceived by Mary. She believed in her heart what the Holy Spirit was telling her, and Jesus was conceived in her body. For thus saith the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob. Now, God uh, changed Jacob's name to Israel. So Jacob is also called Israel, not Palestine. That land does not belong to Palestinians. It belongs to the Jews. 
and there's no way that they, anyone is going to run them off into the sea. What actually is going to happen is God is going to destroy every nation that rises up against the Jews. And he's actually going to make many of them come over to Israel to try to destroy them. He said in the book of Ezekiel that he's going to put a hook in the jaw of all these uh, different people and pull them over there, whether they want to or not, so that he can show how much he loves Israel. He's going to smash everyone that uh, has the unmitigated gall to rise up against his chosen people. The, really, the, the strange thing about Jewish people is they shouldn't have even been on the face of this earth because they came out of a dead man's loins, Abraham, and out of a dead woman's womb, Sarah. They were well beyond the age of being able to conceive. So we Jews, are the, we've been actually raised from the dead. We're supernatural people in the first place. But if we don't keep the commandments of the Lord, then we're no better than you disbelieving Gentiles out there. We go to the same hill you're going to as well. So it's not uh, Palestine. I mean, you know, so many people have been brainwashed into believing that Palestine has their right. It's like if I own a home and I leave for maybe uh, a few uh, hundred years, 2,000 years, but it's still my property, and I come back to possess the property, the place might be infested with a bunch of devils or demonic people. I still own the property. Get out! All right? And that's exactly what happened. Well, after the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, God dispersed the Jews throughout the nations, and he said that he's going to bring them back one of these days so that they will inhabit the land. And then the whole United Nations would come against them, and then God would destroy them. He says, with plagues, and uh, it will take many months and years to, uh, many months to pick up the bones of all the people that have been slain there. They'll have to hire people from other nations to come in there and pick up the bones. So, it's not Palestine's. And um, so, sing. Jacob, and uh, shout among the chief of the nations. Shout among them, because he, they've been uh, uh, they've been dispersed among all the nations. So he wants them to sing among the chief of the nations. Publish ye, praise ye, and say, O Lord, save thy people. Uh, his people are not the Palestinians unless they get saved, uh, they're the Jews, the remnant of Israel. Save thy people, which is the remnant of Israel. Well, what do you mean the remnant? Well, they killed six million of them in, uh, uh, in these different concentration camps that the Germans had. This is scripture that I just read is in Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah 31, 7. All right, so as we sing the song of the exodus of the generation, God will bring his people from the north country and gather them from the coasts of the earth. And with them, the blind and the lame, the women with child and her that 
travaileth with child together. A great company shall return thither from the coasts of the earth. I believe that the time has come for the Soviet um, Jews to leave the USSR, and they are doing it. I have been sending them lots of money to help them get out of that country where they're being persecuted to this day. It is also time for the Lord's people to come out of Iran, Iraq, and many of the other nations of the world. Let us begin to sing the song that will bring them out of these nations. Because singing songs of faith unto the Lord for that purpose will cause that purpose to happen. It's happening a lot today, so that's how we know it's the end time. Because God again said that he would uh, bring them back in the very last days just before Christ comes back to earth again. Uh, if you, you should fast. I fasted and we have prayed. I've been fasting a long time now on the kind of a Daniel fast. I mean, I don't eat any sweets anymore. I now don't eat any potatoes. I don't, uh, I don't want any of the things. There's many things that I fast from. I don't eat any beef anymore. I love steak and beef. So, I've fasted and many other things too. I don't smoke. Uh, so much I don't do because I'm fasting and the Lord has caused this fast to come upon me. I have prayed. I have travailed and wept. I have uh, borne witness of our faith that God will shortly bring to pass the things that he has stated in his word regarding Israel and bringing them back to the Holy Land. Let us now sing the song of Israel's deliverance. The word of God says, quote, Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. You shall compass me about with songs of deliverance. Psalm 32, 7. Where shall we sing? Where? In a strange land. That's one. Uh, quote, they that carried us away uh, captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth. Uh, saying, sing a song. Uh, one of those songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange uh, land? Psalms 137, verses 3 and 4. It actually seemed impossible for the broken-hearted captives of Judah to sing in their land of captivity. Well, they say, you know, they were captive uh, because they... Uh, did not observe the Sabbath for 70 years, so that they had to stay there for 70 years. That really is the best time of all to sing. Is some of the people never uh, did these things. The prophets told them that they had to uh, let the land uh, lay uh, without planting for every seventh year. 
When Paul and Silas sang the praise of God uh, in the prison, <clears throat> the prison foundations were shaken. I said this a few uh, days ago. When we sing, miracles happen. If we wait until we come up to Zion before we sing, we may have to wait a long time. Most of the songs that the Lord has given to me, he has given in the nations where I have served him. When I went to Israel, I went there with the idea to find places where I could serve him, and I did serve him there. I have served the Lord in many nations, everywhere I went overseas. And I'm doing it today because my literature and my program is in many nations. So uh, I'm serving the Lord in Hong Kong, Germany. We're in Japan, India, Africa, Indonesia, Tibet, Egypt, Israel, uh, Taiwan, Canada, Mexico, uh, United States, uh, over in Spain, Italy, you name it. We're in many nations, around 200 of them, I believe. When you begin to sing, heaven comes down, and you are not a stranger any longer. Because music is, a, is the universal language. If everybody believed the scriptures the way that they are written, because there's no private interpretation, if everybody together would uh, believe the Bible, then we would be uh, in a universal church because uh, but music is a universal language you know I I have received great blessings from songs which are sung in other languages uh, to me when I was in Israel and different places in the world I listened to different choirs and uh, some others uh, music that was sung by just individual artists, different songs, especially in Israel. And I just wished I would have brought a bunch of them over here. But there are so many in Israel that are so full of the Spirit of the Lord. Um, but I, even I couldn't understand the language, I felt the Holy Spirit because music is inner universal language. I have all kinds of friends <coughs> that write songs uh, of Israel and the Lord. I might not even understand a word of Hebrew or Russian or some of those other languages, but I'm so blessed by the music that it makes my tears flow. The anointing is on the music. So uh, many have told me that they have been blessed by the music that I've made in my life. Anointed music has the call of the Holy Spirit upon it. In the uh, height of Zion, quote, therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion. 
and shall flow together in the goodness of the Lord. For what? What reason? Well, the answer to that is for what um, and for uh, what that is. You want to know what that is? It's for wine and for oil and for wheat and for the young of the flock and of the herd and their souls shall be as watered a watered garden and they shall not sorrow any more at all that's in jeremiah 31 chapter 31 verse 12 music unites us together that's why if everybody knew the word of god the way it really is we would be united together and that's why there will be no wars in heaven because we'll be united just like music together. When you sing, you become one with others who sing with you because music produces harmony, which unites us together. In the music industry, I've been in with big bands and uh, uh, medium-sized bands and other bands and we would do dances and everybody would be swinging and sway in the same way in harmony and they would all be in the same spirit and in the, our church whenever we're singing we're all singing in unison together and it really helps us to flow together some people preach and they may not agree with uh, the doctrine. Most times I do not. But if I preach, you may not agree with my doctrine, which is straight from the word of God. But when we sing together, what it is is we have harmony and we way together we flow together it's like agreeing in the goodness of the Lord's Holy Spirit this will produce spiritual wheat and wine and oil uh, new sh uh, sheep in the flock and <laughs> the herd and the people of the Lord shall become like a watered garden and we shall have love and fellowship and will sorrow no more. And that's what singing does, is unto the Lord. Much of our sorrow comes because of disharmony. Music unites us and makes us one. But if it's mixed music, it will not do it. It has to be the music of the Holy Spirit not any of satanic music. It makes us happy together. So let us sing together in the height of Zion upon our beds. Quote, let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Psalm 149.5. This scripture reveals the humor of the Lord can you not see King David lying in his bed and singing unto the Lord with all of his heart? There is no 
place where you cannot sing unto the Lord. You can sing in prison. You can sing on the, if you're being executed. Uh, you can sing in bed. You can sing walking everywhere. In the land of Judah, quote, In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. There will be harmony there. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. In other words, God builds a wall around us. Okay, Isaiah 26, verse 1. It is always a great joy for me when I make my daily pilgrimage to the place uh, the place wherever I go, and I, pre- I actually know I get in the Spirit and I'm in Israel because uh, if Jesus is Israel, he's the Holy Land. He is the Kingdom of Heaven. This is the theme of the end time song which the Lord wants his people to sing in the land of Judah. We're in the land of Judah when we're in the kingdom of heaven. So we sit with the Lord Jesus there in heavenly places. And when we are there, we're in Israel. Christ is the holy land. He's the kingdom of heaven, and that's why uh, that we must receive the kingdom of heaven as though it were a little infant. Jesus is harmless. He will not hurt us. He will just let us enter uh, into, uh, he'll just enter into us and he will make us happy and strong and he, there will be a song in our heart. He is our home and we are his home. He lives in us and we live in him. We have a strong city. God will save our walls. No one will bust them down. Hallelujah. God wants his people to go up to Jerusalem with a song of praise. Even the song of his promise to them in this, in these last days. If you go up to the land of Judah and you can do that every day, and all you do is complain about inflation, inconvenience, rejection, and a lot of other things, you might as well stay back in your own country, right down here in whatever little burg you're living in or whatever major city full of crime you're living in because you're uh, in the world already. You can never be a blessing unless you go up with a song in your heart and you sit there with the Lord Jesus Christ in heavenly places and bless the people with the Lord's song. Even uh, his timely song of confidence and faith in his ability to protect uh, you and to watch over you and them. Uh, and fulfill his plan upon you and them. 
On your way to Gethsemane, quote, and when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives, Matthew twenty six thirty. After Jesus had finished talking with his disciples in the power, uh, upper room, he sang a hymn with them. Jesus sang. And then he went out into the night and crossed the Kidron Valley to climb the Mount of Olives, where he would pray until they would come and arrest him. When you face the darkest hour of your life, whether it be prison or sickness or death or any other great trial, sing a hymn. It will give you the strength to face your Gethsemane, to pray alone, to go with your captors, to carry the cross, and that awaits you. Never face the night season of your life without a song in your heart. Try it. You'll see that it works. It really helps. Most of my songs that I sing by the Lord during the most difficult times of my life, here are some scriptural references of victory through singing. This is another part of spiritual warfare. Uh, now, regarding Moses and Miriam, one of the most triumphant songs of praise in the entire Bible is the song of praise and deliverance which Moses and Miriam sang after they had crossed the Red Sea and seen the entire destruction of the Egyptian army before their very eyes. It was one of the highest moments in the victory that has ever been reported in the Bible. For that matter, in the uh, annals of world history. They sang, quote, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, my strength and song, and he is become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him an inhabitation. My God, you can inhabit my body and do with me whatever you will. I will not argue with you. I will not say I have to stay here. I want to go here or there. I will say, where should I go, Lord? And when you tell me, I will go there. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. Exodus 15 Verses 1 and 2. There is so much more to it. And we could just talk about this to where it would fill an entire book on this particular song alone of Moses and Miriam. And the victory of opening the Red Sea 
letting the children of Israel through on dry ground and then allowing the entire army of Egypt to be drowned. But my object is to encourage you as well to study the word of God and to understand how to write an anointed spiritual song to sing unto the Lord, uh, which will help you through all your trials and which will last throughout the ages. Well, we do not have the original music for it, but some of God's anointed have given us music for some of it, and it too is a blessing. So if you're in the spirit, you could be singing and the Lord will give you the same melody. The same melody that Moses received and Miriam. And also Deborah and Barak, another famous duet in the history of Israel, which is recorded in the Bible. There is a song of Deborah and Barak. Quote, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging Israel. When the people willingly offered themselves, Hear, O ye kings, give ear, O you princes, I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Unquote. That's in Judges chapter 5, verses 2 and 3. Now this beautiful song is revealed much of the unknown history of the tribes after their entrance into the promised land. Some of the greatest secrets of history are revealed under the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the word of revelation through the words of this beautiful song of victory and deliverance, which they sang after their great triumph over the powerful army of Sisera. Israel, one of the sweetest songs of victory is the song of faith sung when Israel was summoned to sing the word of faith in the wilderness. They were in the heart of the wilderness there was a drought and much lack of water was the agony of their lives. Oh, they were so thirsty. One day God spoke and said to Moses, Gather the people together and I will give them water. Then Israel uh, sang this song. Spring up, O well Sing ye unto it, O oh, sing unto the well. The princes digged the well. The princes were digging a well. They were well diggers, and the nobles of the people digged by the direction of the lawgiver with their staves, with the sticks. Numbers 21 
verses 16 and 18. Can you uh, picture this uh, interesting and uh, humorous scene? The prophets called the princes of Israel to stand there in the desert and dig in the sand with their staves. Now, I've been in the, uh, you know, in the country a lot. And when you get a well digger to start digging a well, you have to drill down sometimes thousands of feet. Naturally speaking, it is absolutely impossible to dig deep enough with a stick of wood so that you can find water in the sand. Uh, recently, water has been discovered in the uh, Negev uh, desert, and it is many thousands of feet under the ground. There is no possible way that they could reach this water supply with just a few sticks. But as the people stood around the princes and began to sing the song of faith, uh, which is, quote, spring up, oh well, a miracle began to happen. The power of God, which flowed from the spoken words that were sung out over the desert, penetrated the depths of the sandy surface and went down and down, down far into the earth where a river of water was flowing, undiscovered by mortal man. They couldn't see it before. The pressure of miracle-working power began to push at the underground water supply, causing it to rise up and up toward the surface of the land until at last, under mighty pressure, a geyser of water sprung up. It rushed through the sand springing up into the sky, splashing its flow on the princes and the people who stood the closest uh, to it. They all got soaking wet, and the water flowed in such a supply that the nations of three million people could drink from it and also their cattle as well. Oh, beloved, have you thought to sing to your hopeless situation? It is time for you to open your mouth and sing over your desert experience. Sing the words of faith, the words of promise, and you will put pressure, a hidden uh, source of supply, and God will cause star streams to spring forth in your desert and spring up in your valley. Jehoshaphat's victories, uh, victorious army, challenging and glorious stories of victory through music and song is recorded in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 20. Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, has put to one of the greatest tests of faith that has ever been recorded in the Bible when someone came and told him that a great multitude was coming against Jerusalem from the other side of the Jordan. At least three major nations and possibly more had gathered together to attack God's chosen people. 
Jehoshaphat knew that they were unprepared to fight such a mighty enemy. So he did the best thing that he could possibly have ever done that he could think of. He set uh, his face to seek God and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. The people gathered themselves together for the greatest prayer meeting ever recorded in history. The prophet of the Lord stood up in their midst and prophesied to them, quote, Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the, the battle is not yours but God's. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15 through 17. When the people heard the word of the Lord spoken through his prophet, they were so overjoyed that they began to sing and praise the Lord. As they praised the Lord, God gave Jehoshaphat the battle plan, quote, and when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, singers that should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, uh, set uh, ambushments against the children of uh, Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah. And they were smitten. Second Chronicles 20, 21, and 22, the victory was complete, and they didn't have to lift a finger, not one hand, to fight the enemy. All they did was praise the Lord and sing about his greatness. I wonder what would happen today if godly nations, a nation would fight the battles in this way. Perhaps we may not ever see anything like this happen again in the in our nation, but if you will stand still and begin to sing and praise the Lord, you will see the same victory in your own life. God will send ambushments, and the enemy will destroy himself in front of your very eyes. You'll come through more than a conqueror. Well, I see my time is up. I'm even past my time. So right now, let's pray for the Spirit of the Lord to enter you. The kingdom of heaven will enter into you as a little child. Just ask the Lord. Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe, Father, that you raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my former guilty sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. I know because your word says so. Your word says you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now raise in, uh, your hands and praise and thank the Lord and share and tell him 
How to receive a copy of this program, number 530. It's free of charge. Please specify whether you want a CD or a audio tape. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo. Tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from the Word of God. And here I am to sing for you, Lead Me, Guide Me. I am tired and I need thy strength and power to guide me, O Lord, O my darkest doubt. Lord, just open mine eyes that I might see. Lead me, O Lord, won't you lead? Just open my eyes that I may see. Lead me alone, won't you lead me? I am lost if you take your hand from me. I am blind without thy light. Lord, just always let me thy servant be. Lead me, oh Lord, won't you lead me? Lead me, guide me along. Just open my eyes.